everybody's like, oh my God, there's no power. Let's fuck. So rude. I'll look at a dude's dong anytime. From the BallerLifestyle.com, it is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. I'm the host. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the program. Thank you for being a part of what we do here. We love you. We love all of you, even people who text me things that they don't like about the show. People who are personal friends of mine that I've known for 30 years text me to announce shit that bothers them that we do here. I appreciate that. You know, oftentimes I'll be listening to a podcast and they will be discussing a topic that is not of interest to me. It never occurs to me to contact the person hosting the show to voice my displeasure with their choice of topic. It. I've never thought of that. I've never thought to do that. And you know what? I never will. But I love each and every one of you out there. Friends, old friends, new friends, all of the above. You're great people. Thank you for joining the program. Episode 183 of the show. Um, If you have not contacted us in a while let me remind you of how to do that the email address is mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com you can also leave us a voicemail been quiet on the voicemail lines lately because i make fun of you i know it's hard you know who's 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 announced that he's got an update is old telly two putts telly two putts you may recall was having a hard time with a because of his a girl he was dating who happened to be in the top three hottest chicks he'd ever hooked up with. Top three. Uh, they had a they had political differences. And we told him, and you know, he got a lot of advice on this show. Um, and so he's he's said he's going to reach out, but he, he's, he's also announced that he's going to do it sober this time, which I told him was a bad move. Um, so he should call the voicemail line. He has the number. If you don't have the number, it's 949. That's my local prefix. 949 464 TBLS. Of course, it's important that you like our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash the baller lifestyle podcast. And of course, iTunes. Go to iTunes, leave a review. If it's funny, we might read it on the show. We occasionally check in. It is a good way to help us grow our reach, is to review, rate, and review the show on iTunes. And if you would like to make a financial donation to the show to help grease the wheels, if you will, patreon.com slash theballerlifestyle. You can do that there. Uh, Okay, joining me now, as always, of course, it's the great Ed Daly. Great response to Ed Daly's return to the show last week. Many, many people were excited, as was I. He is back again this week. Ed, what is up? (laughs) Some responses. Some people angry that I took shots at Ireland. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Well, you're Irish. You could do <laughs> eh, that. Fuck Ireland. Um, 
Two things. Yes. I, I, I went to the dentist today. Oh, the worst. The worst. Yeah. So I read that news story about a year and a half flossing. ago. Flossing. Flossing. Yeah. I never flossed before, unless there's like popcorn in my teeth, that kind of, of thing. Yeah. I never flossed, but once I got that validation that it, it's bullshit, right? it doesn't mean anything, I'm aggressive with the dentist. They, they're like, how's your flossing? Uh, yeah. Today. Today I go, got to be honest, not good. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you have the AP story that you cited? Do you have that printed out where you're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Actually, I should I have because they're like, what? what? Like they're, okay. they're all losing their shit. I was like, not good. And they're like, well, when's the last time you flossed? And I was like, well, I did get a piece of popcorn in my teeth five five months ago. Oh, you're such a troll. That's great. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not doing it. And then the dentist came over, like the hygienist worked with me, and she's like, yeah, he doesn't floss. I can hear the chatter. Then the dentist came over, and she's like, uh, you don't floss. Um, you know, we we have a couple of areas we've been monitoring. Yeah, they keep an eye on that. And that that could be a problem if you don't floss. That's that's where we have to put in fillings. I was like, yeah, I know. I I do a good job brushing, and I I uh, use mouthwash twice a day. Like I'm 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 good. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And then she looked at the X rays. Then she your checked teeth my teeth. Fine. Your teeth look fine. Yeah. Then she, I hear her in the back of the room, and this is where like you want to feel like they have your best interests at heart. And I hear them muttering to each other, and they're like, teeth kind of look good. <laughs> they're they're kind of all right. And, like, you know they wanted to be like, you know you have six cavities, yeah. so, uh, you know, fuck off with your non-flossing. And sure enough, she's like, uh, you know, like, you should, you should floss or get a water pick, but um, we're just going to keep monitoring those three yeah. teeth or two teeth. Yeah, like, yeah, monitoring right. is called we'll going floss. to the fucking dentist. Like the yeah, monitoring. That's what I'm doing every cleaning. six months. Yes, that's how they monitor yeah. that you come Fuck in. Off. Fuck off with your rules. Uh, well, I'm. that reminds me because I had a dentist appointment maybe like two weeks ago. And I I do floss, Ed. I floss the fuck out of these teeth. I floss every I mean, day. Good for you. I'm just, I'm just feeling confident that it means nothing. No, you just, you, no, I'm not, I'm not imploring you to floss like a lot of people just have they have done studies where they've found these these tribes in the uh, amazon and these fucking guys they've never picked their teeth they've never flossed their teeth they've never brushed their fucking teeth and they have healthier teeth and gums than any civilized society ever has so but yes to to quote george carlin their breath could knock a buzzard off the shit wagon. It's huh? true. Well, probably. Yes, of course. <laughs> I mean, there, there's probably a lot going on there. But I floss all the time and I fucking go to the dentist and they still I I'm I'm switching dentists because they're They're very my, judgy, right? They are very judgy. And at my dentist there's two hygienists. And I didn't this time I went the last two times I went, I didn't request one or the other, but the one hygienist female. Very sweet, very cool, where she's just like, hey, just this one, like, you know, brush the gum. Like, you're brushing too hard on this side right here. Are you doing too good of a job? You're do- yeah, or like maybe hit this side a little. But, you know, like very just non, no big deal, like just work on it, you know. And I do the, I have the um, the Sonicare 
toothbrush. Yeah. Where I just, you know, it's like you just put it in there and it fucking does the work. You just hold it on each tooth for a second, kind of at an angle, and it just fucking does it all. Um, I think and, I've got oral. Yeah, similar. I've got like some. Yeah, I've got. There's a couple. Yeah, I've definitely got electric. Yeah. So you don't have to do too much work. Right. You don't have to fucking really. Because I'm a, I'm a guy. Ask anybody that I've ever had relations with. I tend to like go all out. Like I'm, I do things hard. I'm, a, I'm just like yeah. I fucking like I've broken regular toothbrushes in my mouth just brushing my teeth and fuck I've been brushing my teeth so hard that the handle has snapped off well that sounds a little sling blade-ish like that sounds yes too much yeah it is too much but the this last time I go to the dentist I didn't get the chick I got this dude and he's way too fucking serious about my teeth and he's like yeah you know you really got a floss regular and I'm like I do and he's like oh okay like, yeah, yeah, they're very chatty with instruments in your yeah. mouth. And then he's like, uh, you got to get that floss way deeper up on these front ones, right? You got to go way deep on these this front these front bottom teeth. I'm like, well, how much fucking deeper can I go? Like, you go all the way down to the fucking, to where it, the floss stops. There's no deeper than that. Anyway, this guy's a fucking judgmental prick. And, um, and then they, he's doing that thing, and this is what a lot of dentists try to do. They try to upsell you some shit that you don't need. They you want that thirty dollar mouth cancer check? Yes. And all those yeah. Other the deep no. cleaning. You know what? Like so you're starting to get a couple pockets here. How about I inject some fucking antibiotics yep. in there? And it's like, right. no, no, I don't need that. I'm fucking in my forties. Like I'm fine. I don't need any of this shit. How much? How long do you think I'm going to live? My, I still got all my teeth. Like I'm not. You know, I'm. I've done. So I read a crazy before. stat in like. In, like, the Washington Post. It was, like, a legit news source. Yeah. They said, I might not be exactly Uh right, Uh but they said, like, a quarter of Americans over 65 have none of their own teeth. 25%. It's, I'm I'm pretty sure that was the stat. Wow. A quarter or maybe 20%, one out of five Americans, but, like, none. That's a lot. Zero at 65? That's crazy. That's a lot. I got a buddy that chewed, that dips, that dips a lot. And he's been dipping for a long time. And he has like all implants in his mouth. Like slowly they fucking have fallen out and they've had to drill. Luckily this guy makes a lot of money so he can afford this shit. They've had to. Because that all ruin you oh, oh yeah so expensive there's no insurance that pays for that so he's got all and his teeth look fucking great because they're 100 porcelain on on titanium rods that are fucking drilled deep into his skull so so he could chew through a woolly mammoth oh totally good good for you with the with the tobacco guys seriously yeah fucking years congrats for doing that proud of you uh anything else ed were you fucking yeah. were you fired up about the clips i <laughs> You know, my buddy and I kept going back and forth. Like, what? What's with the buzz over the eclipse? Like, it seems to be it's adults. Crazy. Yeah, and yeah, it's primarily adults. Yeah, Michelle got on me. Like, you know, we got kids, and we got back from Europe, and unlike pretty much everywhere else in the country, our kids go to school. And my whole childhood, you go to school after Labor Day. So yes, we we had like three and a half weeks between Europe and school with nothing to do, like read, 
you know, play fucking whatever, your nerd Minecraft or whatever it is. Right. You got to come up with shit for them to do. So the eclipse is going on. Our next door neighbor, I went to a hardware store and I went to like a library because they said they might have those glasses. And our neighbor happened to have one. And the reality is if like 12 people have one pair of glasses, that's fine because you're not going to stare at it for like 10 minutes straight. No, you look at it so for it was, one second yeah. and you go, oh, that's yeah, it pretty was like, cool. Yeah, pass the it's glasses around. Yeah. So fine. It yeah. looks like a crescent moon, but the opposite. Right. But Yeah, it's a crescent yeah, sun. Good point. It's like people, um, adults going to Disney without. Yeah. Like it felt the same way. Like there were adults like really into this thing. What what's up with the people that put like nine pairs of glass sunglasses on and then like made a, like a post on Instagram or Twitter about it, thinking that they're being like real original? Yeah, like, it made me like kind of sad. Yeah, it's kind like of it a made bummer. me. It was a bummer to see that many people that uncool. Really is like you know me. My whole thing is like not caring about stuff, and but in this case. I didn't have to try very hard not to care about it because I did not give a shit about the eclipse. I will say, like, when I looked through it for a second, I was like, well, it is kind of interesting. You don't see that. And then, but the moment passed. And when I say the moment, like, the one second passed. Like, I saw it and then I was done with it. Well, I, so someone gave me glasses. So I had glasses, but I was going to be at work and I was leaving for work and I saw the glasses there and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, those, my kids could probably use those more than me. So I'm just going to leave, I'm just going to leave them there. Think of the kids. Yeah. I wasn't going to be with the kids. So I'm like, I'll just leave these glasses for the kids. And then it just so happened that I was at my office and I happened to be going out to my car around the time of the eclipse and some another guy from my office was out in the parking lot and he was like looking at it and he's like hey here check use my glasses and i looked up at it and i'm like oh that's kind of cool and kind of cool yeah then i handed that's it yeah i looked for like one second and i was kind of doing that thing where i'm like oh i don't really like pink eye or like these have been on someone else's face Like I got it's kind of the same thing. feeling as like using a public phone back in the day. Totally. Same You don't want to be like pressing things against your face. Yeah. Or like you're in like you're in an office environment and you're like at a in a meeting in someone else's office and they're like, Hey Brian, you uh you have a call on line three and it's like, oh and and you know, like Tim from accounting is like, oh, here, just grab it right here. And you're like, oh, this guy's phone. And you're like trying not, like you pick it up and you're like trying not to be seen, like inspecting the cleanliness of the phone. It's kind of, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that. I totally know that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one, one thing I, I wanted to just bring up, and this is, this is not political, but it is Nazi yeah. related. <laughs> I was... I was very happy to see those fucking alt-right fuckheads bitch out and, like, bail on, like, yeah. 60 different planned protests. Yeah. Um, but, you know, everybody feels like this is a big win. However, they did deliver a serious blow to America because they pumped up and emboldened the people of Boston even more. I, than was, gonna, I was going to say, you have to, you have to kind of give credit. There was, <laughs> there was, there were, like, reports I didn't, Thank God I didn't click on any um, videos. Right. But 
there were reports that I read where the cops and the protesters or the anti-protesters were together chanting Boston Strong against the Nazis. Oh, no. Like, what the fuck is up with that region of the country? Like, like they, they believe that they're the racial protectors now? Like, how about, like, all the shit that, like, every black guy that goes to Fenway is right. just gets N-bombs rained upon him. Like, they're they're not allowed to, like, claim credit for being the most racially aware region of the country. And they're so fucking proud of themselves. Like, this really bothered me. It bothered me almost as much as the fact that Nazis are still being talked about. It's, uh, it, it's almost like they don't realize that they were the last um, teams to integrate in literally every professional sport. Yeah. But like Boston strong, I know. but like, Oh, you're so great. Look at you. Look at you. You're a cute it. little anti-racist yeah, like crew. Like fuck off. And it did remind me of my region of the country. Like, Jersey. remember that big, remember that big blackout that hit the East coast? Like maybe Oh five. Yeah. Yeah. In that region. I mean, every, it was, everybody was just fucking Right? That's what happens in blackouts. Well, like everybody's maybe. like, oh my God, there's no power. Let's fuck. So much yeah. fucking goes on during blackouts. I, I suppose that went on. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> I, I mean, maybe I even partake, right. partaked in it. But like, yeah. yeah, whatever. I've been with the same person since 96. Oh, I understand. I understand. Um, um, but the, the, the next few days, New Yorkers were so proud of themselves and – like oh five was still close enough to nine eleven that New York was still like wounded territory, but I remember everybody patting themselves on the back like hey this this blackout happened, we didn't loot or anything like <laughs> there were no and like everybody was so fucking proud yeah. of themselves Boston was so wilding. proud of themselves for like hey we didn't we didn't let Nazis take over our towns yeah. and like and New York was like, we didn't loot. We did not steal a fucking car stereo when the, the power went out. And it's like, well, congratulations. Like, who are you people? Like, why is everybody so fucking proud of themselves? Because, and like, the fact that you're from New York made you not loot. Like, I I mean, if I was from San Diego or San Antonio or New York, like, I wasn't going to loot on that day. And everyone's so fucking proud of themselves. No, it's because you're, the pe- you're human. It's in, it's in your yeah. nature to be good. Yeah, and so the Boston people are so proud of themselves. Right. Like, hey, guess what? We're not we're not into Nazis. Like, well, great, good for you. But like, what is this? What is this? Like, and I know Chris Rock did yeah. a much better routine on. Right. Uh, like, what do you want a cookie? Like, who who are these people that just want what like credit for fucking like just being not not like being like charitable? You're no. just being human, right? Right. I know. But that's what I felt like. I, I got flashbacks of New Yorkers proud of themselves for not looting when I saw Boston Strong. Like, oh, look at you. You yeah. stood up to Nazis. Uh, well, if they, there's a they, Nazi in my way, like, I'm not, I am I am a pussy. But if there's a Nazi, like, chanting at me, I'm going to chant back. And it's not going to be New York Strong or Hoboken Strong. Like, I'm just going to chant, like, fuck off Nazis. If, if there's anything that can get Boston... Out in the streets, it's a drinking. Two, regional pride. Yeah, 
Like they're if fake President's Day that doesn't exist anywhere else. Right. They there's if there's a reason to celebrate themselves, not, they're going to get president. out there and do it. Is it Presidents? What, what is what is their phony holiday? Oh, Patriot Patriots Day. Patriots Day. Yeah. Yeah. We love our country. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Uh, I really wish you were watching Game of Thrones. Um. Here's the funny thing. You are watching like, it. No. 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 Oh. There, what was it, two years ago? Yeah. And I had just watched Jon Snow like open his eyes. And at that moment, I said, Fuck this. I'm never going to watch this. Yeah. And I'm never going to feel bad about it. Yeah. And I haven't. Yeah. And I have friends like, Yeah, but this week, you should have seen what happened with the dragons. And I'm like, That even furthers my point. Yeah. I never gave a shit about dragons. Well, I don't care about them melting ice or whatever the yeah. fuck they're doing. The dragons, are, the dragons are fucking some shit up, but they're doing that thing and it's a lot like season five of The Wire where they just don't have enough episodes to tell the whole story. So they're fucking just jamming it all together and it's, it feels a little rushed. Is there, is there also a funny newspaper article? Yeah, there's no, uh, there's, about- <laughs> there's no fake serial killers, but there may as well you know- be. They're, they're playing it fast and loose with the timeline. Used to take them fucking a whole season to get from one place to the other, and now it's just the next scene. They're, at, they're all the way across the pretend country. Yeah, I loved, I loved, loved, loved The Wire, and yeah. still would maybe consider it the best of all time. Totally. But that fifth season was shit. And you like, know, yeah, there were good parts to it, right? Like, I still liked some of the criminal stuff, but that whole newspaper thing—I know that's his pet project, yeah. David Simon, right? But like, that was a whole bunch of bullshit with the fake serial killer, the fake se- McNulty, and it was just so out of character for McNulty. And uh, was it Lester? Is that it? the yes, other guy? Yeah. He was in on it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he was reluctant about it, but yeah, he got in. Still, it it was garbage. You can't create a fake serial killer where the whole country is watching. So dumb. Just to get police resources, like we get it. It was a little heavy-handed. Yeah. And on, you know, originally I watched the the Wire when it was on originally, and I was kind of low on, you know, I didn't. And a lot of people are like this. I didn't think season two was that good, but then. They, you know, they remastered it. They made the wire HD and then they reran it like five years ago on, yeah. um, on, on direct TV audience network. And I rewatched it and you know what? Season two, pretty good. Not, I just, that I, was, that was the Greek, the, the Greeks, the, ports, the right? docks, the ports, the hookers, like the bringing in of the yeah, heroin. I, I dug it. I dug it. It was, it was a good season. Season five, pretty shitty. Season two, pretty good. Okay, email. My oldest starts kindergarten this week, and knowing you both have children, I would appreciate your sage wisdom. Last week, I took my kid to school to find out his teacher and classroom. As part of the event, they crammed the gym full of reps from all of the extracurriculars offered to help our kindergartners get into Stanford, Harvard, and Long Beach State. Given that he isn't currently learning Chinese, that's clearly not possible. That's so so racist. So I didn't notice what was available. However... On the way out, my wife pointed out an 
overweight 40-year-old behind a table in a too tight official school dad's club shirt. Thankfully, my years spent perfecting the art of avoiding the homeless successfully prepared me to avoid (laughs) making eye contact, but I'm now in urgent need of advice. How do I teach my five-year-old to identify and avoid befriending kids whose fathers are in the dad's club? Until I have a plan, I'm leaning towards quitting my job and homeschooling. Desperately yours, Ryan, hashtag team, Patreon. Thank you for that, Ryan. It is, this is, this is the struggle for dads, Ed. And we've both talked about this a lot. Like the forced interaction, the birthday parties, soccer, the, the forced interaction with other dads is just, or other parents in general, is just, it, it sucks so bad. It's one of the worst parts of parenting. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember? I, I I've told you that we have a, like a barbecue at the end of the year yeah. with parents. Yeah, some guy brought and brought a six pack of Lacroix. Yeah, that motherfucker. Yeah. Well, he's been he's, he's been cut he's out, out of our lives of after that. Of course. Um, but one of the dads I was talking to, he's he was a good dude. And that that's the thing. There are some good, good guys there, but none of them are going to be in the is this club. Is this the dad that was like, hey, what'd you think about the game? And you're like, oh, the, oh, yeah. oh that's the, the same skins? as look. Le- Le- I'm just going to call it LaCroix. But yeah, yeah either. that was the, the same. That was the same guy. Yeah, He's like, he, do you watch the game last yeah. night? I was like, yeah, it was like a Monday night football. And he's like, no, I'm talking about like, you know, fucking Croatia versus uh, Ecuador. Chelsea, what? Chelsea. Chelsea versus no, Leicester. No, it was definitely like a lesser like international game. Like Ecuador versus Croatia. Oh my God. No, that's not the big game. <laughs> but this dude um, that like I, I met at one of those barbecues yeah. was like, hey – you're actually a funny guy. I got the impression that like you didn't talk to anybody. Right. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I, see that. I felt great. And I was like, yeah, that's correct. I don't talk to anybody. Yeah. And you know what? He and I got a drink. Like we were, we were fine. But like, I like that. It's known that I'm not to be approached at the dad club. Oh yeah. Yes. You just like, I'm not part that of that world. Like yeah. I'm, I'm tunnel vision. Like I'm talking to my kids when I'm dropping them off. I'm curious what they might have to say, but like, no, I'm not curious what anyone else in that entire block has to say. Totally. And I, I tunnel vision. I always, I mean, here's a big thing. Have headphones available. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So like when I drop off the kids, the two headphones go in. Boom. So like, there's no possible interaction with anyone else. Yeah. No, that's how you do it. And anything that's like, I feel like the dad's club, is sort of akin to Boy Scouts. Uh, it really is. Yeah, ad- like adventure what, is guides. the dad's club going to learn how to tie, you know, double bowling knot? Yeah, you know there's going to be some sort of like an overnight like hey, we're all going to um we're yeah. all we're all going Pocono's. up to Ortega Mountains to um camp 
next Saturday. The boys really love it. We take them fishing and we all sleep in tents and sing songs and I'm, and like, they never mention any beer or whiskey being involved. And, and you're like, just who are you? Like, you're, you're just not like me. You're not, we're not the same. We're going to do arts and crafts. It's going to be great. Yes. yes. (laughs) We're going to tie knots. We're going to whittle. Hard pass guys. I'm out. Luckily, my kid, my boy kid, he's like an introvert. So he's not like he did some sports for a while, but that just, you know, that ended, thankfully. And so there was a lot of interaction there, but like, no, no scouting. No, no, none of that. Thank God. Yeah, that's perfect. So that's our advice. That's our advice, Ryan. Like, just avoid. And obviously don't homeschool because then your kid's going to be weird. Yeah, but I think the the simplest advice, yeah. no, eye, no contact. eye contact. Or you just do, or if somebody corners you, you go, oh, hey, yeah, you know what? Sounds good. Let me, I just got to talk to my, you know, the wife. Got to talk to the boss. Yeah, the wife, she she always makes, she keeps the calendar, so I'm not 100% sure, but uh, hey, sounds good. And then no eye contact, no returned emails. None of that. Yeah, I would never refer to Michelle as the boss to somebody I actually right. want to talk no, to. I get it. I get it. But like, yeah. I understand. Totally. Um, what's going on with um, Dave Winfield, Dave Winfield's alma mater, the University of Minnesota? <laughs> So there was uh, uh, Freedom of Information Act. Some journalists discovered a University of Minnesota document discuss- discussing football team rules at Minnesota. Yeah. It included a set of, quote, pitfalls around college athletics, which listed 15 activities uh, as varied as getting parking tickets, not yeah. telling the truth, public urination, and gang rape. Oh yeah, well yeah, you de- that's one. Hey, you don't want to do that. You definitely do not <laughs> yeah. want to do that. <laughs> now the document begins by listing the th- team's three quote core principles as toughness, accountable, and intelligent. Which uh, wouldn't it be toughness, accountability, and intelligence? Yes, that would. Or, it would. But this... or tough, accountable, and intelligent. There you like, go. I'm not sure what they were going, but like the tenses they were mixing don't and match. matching. Yeah. They were they're mixing and matching. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but I mean, considering Minnesota's 2016 season was derailed by some sort of sexual assault scandal, the coach was, had to quit or something. Yeah. Yeah. There was something like that, mm. like standing up for his guys, but like some guys were innocent, some guys, were, but whatever, regardless, I get like, this is an issue that's pressing in college sports. And, um, I like that they were trying to address it, but you know, their solution happened to be a memo. So Brian, yeah. If USC had sent out a similar memo in 1968 warning that a pitfall would be known as double homicide, right. would Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman be alive today? Yeah, he would. The juice would have shown up in his in his ugly ass shoes and he would have had his knife and shit and he would have like gone in to do that rage murder. And then he would have been like, oh shit, I forgot. Pitfall. This is a pitfall. I read that I know one this. thing that one time, even though uh, OJ's barely literate. <laughs> He's like, I read, so AC read me that thing. AC, what's that pitfall? Yeah. AC, AC, what's a pitfall? AC, what's a pitfall anyway? Um, it's, 
Minnesota, like you'd think, well, Minnesota, like that's, they're not that, they're like a middle of the road, big 10 team and the big. Yeah, they make the, they make bowls like they're, they're all right. Yeah. But But like like they don't make the Rose Bowl, they make. Right, you know the 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 pool and weed eater. Well, and the Big Ten is like, they're like the, Maryland. They're like Maryland, right? Exactly, like they're, they're Maryland they're level, and the Big Ten's like a second tier conference anyway. So it's like you wouldn't yes. you wouldn't really you're like oh, we don't have to worry about Minnesota. And all I know is about about Minnesota is they they play in a stadium that's like a big bowl, and it's fucking there's like eight feet of snow on the ground every time they play. Oh, I love I love that about them that they don't go with the because I think they used to do that the the dumb Vikings yeah. um, dome yeah but now they do like an I mean if you have that element you should use it to your advantage I I like that about it Minnesota yeah. I don't like their memos warning of of gang rape. no I don't I don't really like that either but you'd think well Minnesota like it's not you know you don't feel like they would really recruit the guys like the like the Vontez perfects of the world, like the people that might be a little bit, you know, uh, here's on the, the thing. Edge. When I was at Maryland and like maybe the most wins they had in a season was four when I was in college, yeah. they recruited those guys. Yeah, I think that's true. Cause you try to get better. I think when you're recruiting 75 guys or whatever yeah. the roster is, yeah. there are plenty of those guys. And, but then it's like, you'd think that wouldn't happen, but then there was like a, there was like a gang rape at Vanderbilt right. a couple years right. ago. And that's the like, nerd that's SAC like smart, school. like smart. It's like engineers or something go there. Like smart guys. Smarties. Right. That's the school that's only there to bring up the SEC numbers. Right. <laughs> that's exactly. They have, they, they serve zero. Yeah. They serve zero purpose except for that. <laughs> yes, Exactly. Uh, That's when yeah. Alabama gets to rest their starters. Yeah. That that game. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to tell people not to gang rape. I agree. Yeah. You know who wouldn't gang rape anybody? Because he probably has that app that Justin Bieber has, where they, mm-hmm. where they, um, where they consent. There's like a consent app where they're like, I am <laughs> click here. yes. Yes, yeah. I'm here. I'm going to put my thumbprint on the iPhone. I'm going to get the gift basket. I'm going to tell all my friends that I got to I got invited up to the penthouse with old Derek Jeter. What is Derek Jeter up to these days, Ed? Now that now that he's retired, is he going to do that thing where he goes bald and puts on like 70 pounds like every other retired baseball player? I'm pretty sure he already did that. Yeah, I think he might have. The well, last picture I saw it looked like he was at least halfway there. Yeah. So, incredibly boring Coxman and new Miami Marlins owner, Derek Jeter, is tasked with turning around a shitty franchise without any fans. And one of his initial steps was quite good. He proposed removing that Technicolor eyesore behind left center. Um, this, like, giant sculpture. I, you know what? Not- I didn't, I'd heard of this. I heard that there's, like, some art thing in the outfield. And it's like, you have to run, like, the ball could go behind that. It's 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 in it's, it's in the field of play. No, is it? I'm pretty sure. Like the wall goes around it. Is it? Oh, I was thinking it was it was behind left center. It is, but like it's wrapped. It's I don't know. I could be wrong. So like there could be a ball. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. Unfortunately for fans of decency, it appears Jeet's plan of scrapping the sculpture that looks like a backdrop on a Royal Caribbean cruise pinball machine. It's so hideous. Is is DOA. 
Yeah. Uh, Miami-Dade County officials have spoken up to clarify that this is a work of public art that cannot be moved. The sculpture was, quote, designed specifically for this project and location. Now, Brian, please rank these things from South Florida from least to most embarrassing. Uh, Number one, this Miami uh, Marlins sculpture. Yeah. Two, the bath salt face eater. Or three, the song Rhythm is Gonna Get You. Oh, you know what? Rhythm is Gonna Get You is kind of hot. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, the the Miami Sound Machine. Yeah, like I don't, I'm not mad at, at Gia Steph's. Or the Miami Sound Machine, so I'm gonna I'm gonna rank that one the least worst. And I'm looking at a picture, and it's technically it isn't it isn't in the field of play. I was I was mistaken. It is it's confusing though because it is wrapped by like the padded wall. The sculpture, yeah, it's really terrible. It's so hideous. It's so ugly. Uh, what are the well the face eating? I would say the sculpture and the face eating are probably like like, tied for the worst. Yeah, well. I mean, the keys, Jimmy Buffett, like all the burnouts, like all the Jimmy Buffett burnouts that have just like, like they don't have any noticeable job. Like they have sort of a boat. I was thinking he was North on. Florida. I didn't even think of him. I guess he is. He's a key guy. Well, right? he's a key. I think he's technically from Alabama. I think he went to the University of Alabama, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah, that's right. But I that's think right. he like hangs his hat in the keys. But I, it's not so much Jimmy Buffett. It's the the Jimmy Buffett lifestylers. Parrot, parrot heads. That's what they're called. Parrot heads. They're kicking in the keys, and that's that's pretty bad. They're worse. There's a show. It's on Netflix. It's a bad show. I wouldn't recommend it, but it's got um, it's got in it uh, Linda Cardellini. Oh my god! I, I'm a big fan. I know that show. Yeah, it's what's it called? Back Bloodlines. Nice. Yeah, it's with the dude from Kyle, Friday Night Lights. Kyle, I like him too. I, I lasted. I let. La- yeah, it's, it's a bad show. McLaughlin. It's a bad show. I I made it through like three episodes. Yeah, and people were telling me how great it was, it and three episodes is enough to know if it's great. Right. Oh yeah. You're in. Like, You're in by. Th- I'm not. Say- yeah. yeah. I'm not saying I know everything about the show, but I knew it wasn't great. It's not great. It's not great. I didn't watch season two, but Linda. But I do like her. Oh my big god! Fan Huge of fan of Linda Cardellini. Uh, but it's like those people, like those those people. That vibe is probably right. the worst thing. Like the people that are living in the Jimmy Buffett retirement home and they just stop their golf cart in the middle of the quad so they can just fuck on the grass in their, like, in their yeah, 60s. We've done lots of stories on that. Yeah, like, that's that's the worst thing. Speaking of Netflix shows, are you in on Ozark? Jason Bateman? I, I, I and also Laura Linney, right? Laura Linney, yep, yep. Love that cast. I It's on my queue, but I have not... I have not watched uh, it yet, but I, I I like the premise. I like the actors. I'm in. I recommend. I would say good, not great, but definitely worth a watch. Bit of a, um, what do you call that? You call that a um, guilty Inch? pleasure. Oh, guilty pleasure. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I would, de- I would recommend you watch. It's got kind of a Breaking Bad vibe to it. And Bateman. Like, when is Bateman bad? He's only good. Yeah, I mean, we're getting to the point where, like, this dude is a treasure. He really is. Like he was really funny. He kills it at comedy and then he plays it straight and he's fucking great. Like the guy is awesome. He's a great dude. Everyone loves him. I love him. 
He's married to uh, Paul Anka's daughter. Paul Anka's daughter. Yeah. Anyway, Ozark, if you're not watching it, it's on Netflix. And I saw that it just got greenlit for season two. I haven't finished season one, but I think only have one or two left. It's pretty good. I watched the uh, I watched Last Chance U, which is the community college football team. It's a like documentary style show. Yeah. Oh, that sounds kind of good. And is it it in Dade County? No, oh. it's East Mississippi oh, Community no. College. Oh, they're poor as fuck. But, but like they are, like they it the last chance you thing. It's like uh, guys who have been kicked out of Penn State, Florida State, like all these guys. Right. Where do they go? They go this place, and then they transfer to. Auburn. Auburn yeah, whatever. Like, like Cam they, Newton. He went to Blinn. He got kicked. Yes. He stole that laptop and he got kicked out of Florida. Imagine getting kicked out of Florida. Like Aaron Hernandez shot a guy while he was going to Florida. He didn't get, he kicked, didn't out. get kicked out. And this Cam Newton, he got kicked out and then he went to Blinn College. And then he, right. then he took that check and went to Auburn. Right. And I loved how his dad was on record demanding uh, 80 grand to go to Mississippi State and then he went to Auburn and they're like no he just went for free yeah, yeah yeah I'm sure I'm sure that's exactly yeah, it. no it's fine anyway yeah. the the last chance it's here. a flawed show yeah but the first season it was exciting because you hadn't seen it second season it's a little repetitive you've seen the right. same bullshit you just need again to watch the one season yeah the 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 main quarterback this season is the guy who signed with where's Lane Kiffin? Like some, Oh, do, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to say it Central right now. Florida, it's the owls. Some, no, is it the owls? Florida? FAU. FAU. Not FAMU with the good marching band. Is that FIU? FIU. Maybe. Anyway, he got the guy who was arrested for punching or kicked out of Florida state for punching that girl in the face right. at the bar yeah. in front of yeah. like the security yes. cameras. Yeah. So anyway, that's the type of guy that goes on the show. Yeah. I get it. So I might check that out. I, yeah. The first season was good. I just felt like the second I season. I feel like it would make me kind of sad. Like I would get kind of invested in the guys and it would kind of bum me yeah. out. And then, and ultimately, you know, what's up with these guys, the type of guys who get kicked out of uh, a school, they have a full ride. It's guys who can't get out of their own and, way. And, you know, football, now that we know that football gives you brain damage, it's kind of yeah. like, football's kind of like the army. Like, you, right. like these guys are going in because they don't have a lot of options. Right. And so if they're, like, it's really sad if they're, like, trying yeah, to hang kind of on a at, a, at a, you know, community college in Mississippi. Uh, okay. What what's the next thing? What else? Oh, okay. yeah, this is my favorite story well, this of is, a lifetime. This, this, yeah, this weekend. Yeah. Big. So according to TMZ, Floyd May- Mayweather reportedly went quote insane, comma nuclear yeah. after he learned Justin Bieber unfollowed him on Instagram. Yes. The boxer even supposedly called his former friend a traitor. Because Mayweather was there for Bieber when people were attacking him during his meltdown. Bieber used to walk him into the ring. He was his valet. Yeah. Valet. Yes. <laughs> the 23-year-old singer is deciding to create a boundary with Mayweather after going yeah. through counseling at Hillsong Church. He's because this guy's it, this uh, Bieber's gone full Christian. He's got he's gone full Lord. Yeah, like 
what did this happen over the course of like a month? I don't know. Like, I, I don't really follow the guy's career that closely, but I'm aware that yeah. he's like he's he's on taking the Jesus juice. Yeah, the the church had him reevaluate his friends yeah. and try to create some distance between ones that are bad influences. Well, well, Mayweather yes. reportedly was not singled out by the church, but Bieber decided to distance himself because he wanted to quote reset boundaries well, to get away from things like Floyd's obsession with strip. He clubs. is a massive piece of shit. I mean, it it seems like a pretty good idea to. Yeah, I get it. Except, guess who else is a piece of shit? The guy who like was throwing eggs at cars. He's last a douche. Year. Yeah, but he's he's found yeah. he's found the light. Ed, he's trying to turn things around. Like we okay. we believe in second chances around here. I suppose not for me. <laughs> but Brian, what's the saddest moment in boxing history? Was it when Ray Boom Mancini killed Daku Kim, or oh, when? The reigning best boxer alive lost his shit over a shitty pop star's friendship. Well, did you, is there any possibility that Justin Bieber unfollowed Floyd Mayweather because Floyd was doing too many posts about the Michigan Wolverines spring practices? (laughs) Is that that something he did? No, but that's, that's the, that's the reason you unfollowed friend of the show, Mark the Nomad. Oh, that's, that's unfair. No, I I think I think it wasn't even the Wolverines because I, I love college football. Or, uh, the Lions. No, it was. Some, I think the final straw at the time. But I love him and great dude. Have refollowed. Yeah, I think it was one too many. Like, hey, Matthew Stafford's elite. Like it was some like <laughs> freaking like Detroit Lions. Yes. And I was no no. It was a little too serious. <laughs> Sit down, you know. Sit down, Chargers. We've got this. Like it was a little too much about the fucking Lions, and I love Mark. He's a great dude. But we needed a break. We needed He's a break. A but it's... I, I love him. He did a better job than I've ever done on the show. So it's not that. It's just I needed a break after one too many Detroit Lions tweets. Imagine being like Floyd Mayweather has. I don't. Well, first of all, I was shocked. I thought like having a million followers on Instagram was a lot. But then I was looking, I clicked on somebody the other day who had like 60 million. Like there's some people have so many followers and this Floyd Mayweather, he's probably got many millions of followers. Also, he can't read. So that means somebody would have to tell him, hey, Bieber, like hey, they would have to have I'm, an I'm, app I, or I, something. I, I, it's getting a little uncomfortable. Yeah. You've accused two different people of this show of not being able to read. Well, Floyd, like, yeah, Floyd Mayweather cannot read. Are you just there's, no? There's it's this, documented. Or is there? Do- are there assumptions? Because like people get uncomfortable, and you keep accusing guys yeah. of not being able to. read. There is a there is documented proof of Floyd Mayweather trying to read a radio promo at a radio station. I've seen. I've oh is it is it like uh like Rocky Balboa and it's uh, worse. Rocky too? It's worse. He's he, is it like fruit brute or whatever he's and trying to like pitch? if he didn't slap women around and was just like not a generally a bad person, I probably wouldn't bring up the fact that he can't read. He's a, he's an awful dude. Yeah, he he's the worst, and he's so and guess who so else boring. is the worst. Justin Not Bieber. quite the worst. No, no, no. Oh. Conor McGregor. Oh. 
Are you you like, doubling down on the Irish? I don't know. He's a terrible dude. Oh, he is. Like he's he's a racist, homophobe. Oh, I like, don't think that's true. I don't think. No, that's true. he's a bad dude. Is he? Yeah, mm. I've seen like a lot of stuff on. I him. don't know enough now, about him. I think it's, they. It's I think lesser, he said it's some. S- it's the same reason why I cheered for Pacquiao. Yeah, like he's still lesser of two evils. Yeah. But like he's not a good good dude. Well, I and this ra- this fight is gonna suck. It's like gonna be I had terrible. a buddy ask me tonight if I want to see the fight. I was like, no. No, no, I don't want to. You're going to be let down. Anybody that watches, it's going to be extremely disappointed. Because Mayweather, although he will dominate, yeah. like he's, he's unlikable. He's unlikable, and he's not like Mike Tyson in '87. Like he won't just annihilate McGregor. It'll be like technically, like he'll just beat him down. No, this, this is going the distance. This is this is one hundred percent going to last the entire. But that's what I'm saying. Twelve like, rounds. It would be kind of fun. Like Tyson Spinks. Like you knew it was going to be quick, but at least there was excitement. This is going to yeah. be like, yeah, a lot of jab and move. Yeah, it's going to be very boring, and it's no one's getting knocked out, Terrible. and it's going to last the whole time, and you're going to be super disappointed at the end, and it's not worth it. I'm not. I don't think. I don't know everything or a lot about Conor McGregor, but I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's a good guy. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. Ed, you, I think you were telling me not that long ago we were texting that you did one of those Ancestry or 23andMe. Um, yeah, Ancestry. Yeah, genetic testing, DNA testing um, tests that that tell you your what your racial makeup is. Yeah. What yeah. your what your origins, your nationality is, and I as I would you care to guess? I, well, we know you're predominantly Irish, yeah. But I'm gonna say you're there's something else. Like no one's all of one thing anymore. So I'm gonna say you're seventy four percent Irish, twelve percent Swede. Um, eight percent Croat, and then just just to mix it up, I'll say just like hodgepodge. I'll say the rest Native American. Oh no 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 no! I want to change my answer. Polynesian. Oh, mm-hmm. I like I like what you're thinking. Yeah. However, no, yeah. I, I took this test, and my I I I get it. I'm mostly Irish, but I wanted, you know, mixed, just a little touch of something. I got 80% Irish. That's pretty close there. 13% Great Britain slash Northern that's Ireland. the same thing. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, 93%. So it could be, like, it could be a county over. Right. Right? I mean, because Great Britain slash Northern Ireland is the same fucking thing. So we're up to ninety three percent. Also, there was there were so many whiteness. there were so many lords raping back then that the I lines know. are very blurry. 
There's nothing interesting. Okay, then, so they've got 93%. That's high confidence on yeah. this thing. Yeah. Then they go low confidence region. Iberian Peninsula, 3%. Oh, that's Spain. Yeah, I guess. But like, you know, there Portugal. were a lot of cri- Christian rapes in yeah, there. Like, were, who knows what's up. Were the black then Irish. You, then here, Europe West, 2%. Oh. Like, more fucking same, whiteness. Same. It's all, you're just white as fuck. Well. Now, less than 1% Italy slash Greece. Yeah. And less than 1%. Finland slash Northwest Russia. What the? Yeah. That's it. That's it. And then I've got zero percent anything else yeah. in my life. Yeah, what? That's not. That's not something. That is. That is the most boring like genetic makeup you've ever heard in the history of man. Well, Ed, that would yeah. basically make you a fucking hero on a website called Stormfront. That is a. That is a place where. Nazis, white nationalists, like, what does that even mean, white nationalists? That isn't even, that's a made-up thing, just so they don't have that's to say That's the Nazi. all sides. That's yeah. all sides. Yeah. That's, that's, that's those guys. All, yeah. Well, they got a website where they hang out and where they talk about, you know, like. That's nice. It's like a place for them to hang out. Yeah, they hang out and they're like, fuck Jews. And also, Good like, dudes. fuck Jews and other people fuck them too they're holding me down some fucking white guy can't get a break anymore well that's the only reason why they're not doing better in life right well aaron that's it aaron panofsky and joan donovan two socio sociologists at the university of california los angeles go bruins set out to investigate the rising trend of white nationalists using these tests with the aim of reaffirming their imagined or assumed ancestry and identity. Unfortunately, Ed, they're, they're running in to some disappointing results. They, these two sociologists presented their work at a conference. Their paper <laughs> is called When Genetics Challenges a Racist's Identity, Genetic Ancestry Testing among white nationalists now it's it's, right now it's being peer-reviewed so what they what they did is they just like hung out on this website and they analyzed people discussing their um their their test results and they went into a forum set up by a kkk grand wizard do they know how to use internet like that no that one dude that used to daniel what's his name that used to come on howard stern is he dead Oh, Daniel Carver? Daniel Carver. I don't feel like he but, knew how to use a computer. No way. But here's the, the scary thing. Yeah. It's like, when we heard Daniel Carver, what, a quarter century ago? Well, he sounded scary. But it was kind of no, funny. No, but he sounded, he sounded yeah. funny yeah. because it's like, it's so ha ha, yeah. there's nobody who thinks that way Wake anymore. up, white people. Yeah. yeah. It was like so comical. Now it's like, oh, mm-hmm. guess what? You're mainstream because you're prez. Well, these these sociologists observed how over 600 people reacted to their results and mm. it didn't go well. <clears throat> Many people <laughs> were pleasantly surprised with their results. One one posted, "I was surprised there wasn't more German. They all want to be German because that's that's where the Führer was from." Ed, like that's 
the yep. best. Like you want to be white. You want to be like all white everything. But if you could be German, that's like the best kind of white to be. So that would be in my 2% yeah. Europe West. Yeah. You're, but guess what? My mom's maiden name yeah. was Heinzelman. Oh, and wow. still. Oh, interesting. Still. I, I, I'm less than 2% of that. Yeah. Uh, evidently, the Y DNA said Nordic and traces back to the Simbri tribe, which settled in Denmark. Like this guy's feeling really good about themselves. About themselves. Like, all right. Yeah. So like there's a white. chance I'm Danish. Yeah. There's a chance I'm yeah. German, Danish, all white. German. Others, not so happy. One person responded, see, this, all caps, is why I don't recommend these tests to people. Yeah, because you don't want to find out you're not 100% white. Did they bother to tell you that there were whites in what is now Senegal all that time ago? Mm, that's not, I don't think that's true, Ed. No. So they led you to believe that you're mixed, even though in all probability you are simply related to some white fool who left some of his DNA with the locals in what is now Senegal. Wouldn't it be the opposite? Wouldn't you be? No. You, would, you would be descended from the white fool but and the locals. Like you're not like they've, they, the the white fool. Because that white his, fool would leave behind he, his Finnish or German right. or and whatever. And then your great, great grandparent would come out of that. Whoever he left is anyway. Uh, forum users occasionally attempted to use people's newly founded non-white ancestry as an excuse to kick people out of the online community. I love it. I love it. I love it when races turn on each other for not being white enough. After one person revealed they were 61% European, another poster replied, I've prepared you a drink. It's 61% pure water. The rest is potassium cyanide. No, burn. Cyanide isn't water, (laughs) and you are not white. Ed, how bummed are people going to be when they realize that race is actually a construct? It, It is amazing. It is amazing to see dumbs get their comeuppance. Yeah, it's great. That's that's the only benefit of living in these times right now of of like ignorance is that there are so many proud dumbs out there that we get to see them on a daily basis just get just walk into a shitstorm. That's the only benefit of seeing these dumbs. I should also say that another theme that's running through these threads on stormer or stormman.com is that you're up on your stormer. It's actually a Jew conspiracy. Like the Jews have gotten together to make everyone think they're not white. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. Because the Jews, like, it's been such a cakewalk for them that they've set up these conspiracies to make everybody's life harder. Yeah, why is it so easy for them? Because, like, like the Jews have never, like, we're talking for thousands of years. Like, everything has come too easy for them. So they, they need to sabotage life for everybody else. It's true. Okay, quick. You know, yeah. I, my, I've got two Jewish sons, and I, right. I was telling them how... Jesus, you know, you got to understand your life has been so easy that like it's going to be hard. You're going to have to hide how easy life has been for you and like try not to make it harder for everyone else. Well, speaking of people that have had a hard life, Donna Price, her her childhood. Seems like a nice, wholesome name. Her childhood 
seemed pretty normal. Her, of course. Her parents were married. They were, you know, living a, just a regular life and some... Very normal name, normal yeah, life. Donna, Donna Price. But yeah. then one day in 2014, mm-hmm. she realized that her parents were hiding a dark secret when she discovered the devastating news that her loving parents were brother and sister. (laughs) The shocking revelation not only tore the family apart, it ended up in a courtroom last month as the pair pleaded guilty to incest. I think this is, I think this was in England or something. Speaking exclusively, Price said that she still has not recovered from the shock. She broke down in tears at the betrayal. She said, I feel my childhood was all based on a lie. I hate them. There's not enough words to describe how much I hate them. She's pissed, Ed. Price learned in the course of the police investigation that the man she knew as her father was not even her real dad. A DNA test, like the one you took, found her mother had an affair with an unknown male. Well, actually, that's kind of good, right? So this, because of the genetic diversity and all that? Yeah. But police confirmed her three younger siblings were her parents slash aunt and uncle's biological children. Oh, no. She was giving the, given the devastating news about her incestuous parents by an estranged aunt who confirmed the news through a Facebook message, always on Facebook, after rumors had started to swirl, she said, I had thought it was somebody just trying to stir stuff up because surely that sort of thing could never have happened. Ed. Who's breaking that news? Ed. Donna Price. Okay. Well, an aunt with an axe to grind, obviously. Ed, Donna Price is obviously a hashtag hero, but tell me, as a guy with sisters, you ever think about hitting some of that sweet meat? <laughs> like you can just, you're amongst friends here. I've poor Don. Poor, well, I've got I've got a story to tell, but first I would just say, poor Donna can count on 19 fingers the amount of normalcy, <laughs> the amount of normalcy in her childhood. No, there was a guy, and I'm gonna have to. Not name names because this will never just do. You know do how like, like when name. Well, you know how uh, you know how when you're a kid and like you think when you're in fifth grade or sixth grade, like uh, you know, you tell your kids like it doesn't matter, but you remember things. Yeah. So we're in about fifth grade, maybe sixth, and we're all standing around, and one kid's got a hot mom. No, yeah, and we're all talking. And we're like, you know, like I, I didn't bring it up. It was like the school bully brought up how hot this guy's mom is. Yeah. So we're all standing around, and <laughs> the school bully was like saying to each kid in the room, like, "Hey, would you <laughs> let's let's <laughs> let's call him Tad? Yeah, all right. yeah, Brad. <laughs> would you?" Would you would you would you fuck Brad's mom? Yeah, and you guys and were like, like, yeah, yeah, and we're like in sixth grade, like we we are going to jerk off to the pencil sharp course. Like it doesn't matter yeah. at that age, but yeah, he had a he had a, a attractive enough mom. Sure, 
And then the bully turns to the kid, Brad. Oh, no. Tad. And said, yeah, Tad. And said, hey, Tad, if she wasn't your mom. (laughs) Oh, stop. Would you fuck her? Stop. Stop. And, like, like, I feel like all of us were like, oh, don't do it. And he's like, yeah, I guess so. And, like... (laughs) 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 I can still tell you everything about this kid. I've never forgotten. Like, I've forgotten... Pretty much every lesson plan in school. I will never forget about Tad admitting that he wanted to fuck his mom. (laughs) You don't forget that kind of thing. Uh, no, no, that is a that's a moment that's embedded. And even if the school bully is got like a fist right above your face, then you catch a beating. Yeah, you don't. You still don't take say that. Take, take the beating. Take the fucking beating, yeah. Tad. Yeah, seriously. Okay, speaking of hot moms, hot stepmoms, joining us now is Here we go. our very own pop culture correspondent. We are burning the midnight oil here. It is so late. This very. Oh, going to set the water bottle down real hard. Uh, she is, she does not usually work this late. I, the, the vocal fry, I can only imagine, is going to be just at a deafening decibel level because she, it's so late for her. She's normally getting ready to have her beauty rest at this time, but she... I'm sorry for that. No, it's okay. She graciously so joins us now. Of course, I am talking I don't have about vocal fry. The, I mean a little... The pop culture correspondent of the show. Hello. Fancy sauce. Hello. How are you, Fancy? I'm fine. Hey, Kate. Hey, Ed. I'm a little hey. bit hungry. I'm not mad at Ed. I'm just... Yeah. No, no, no it happens. Kate, quickly, let's do an email. Yeah, let's. And then let's get. Also, in. I overheard you let's get into calling the... Kyle Chandler, Kyle McLaughlin. Let's not get them confused. Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler is Coach T, Coach Taylor. Yes, he's handsome. Oh, he's good looking. He is yeah. my TV good dad actor. and my TV crush. He, I have a crush on my TV dad. He was also what's that very depressing movie with Casey Affleck? He played his brother in that yeah. Manchester by the good Sea. Manchester, yeah, by the Sea. He was good also movie. in Argo. Yeah, I didn't see that. Oh, it's pretty good. He, he, he works. He's he's been in a lot of good he's stuff. He's good yeah. looking. He's good looking for sure. Uh, okay, what's going on? Yeah, Kyle Chandler is who I meant. Yeah. Um, hi, gents. My bros oh, and so I. So this isn't for me? I drink well, some more water. No, you're going to need to help with this. My <laughs> bros and I are considering going to the Korean spa. It mm. sounds nice, but I heard that you are supposed to be naked the entire time. This worries me because I am shy and don't want my boys... Or the general public seeing my dong. Mm. What should I do? I'm so sad. Thanks. That's from Doyle in Kentucky. Doyle. Doyle is, Doyle's emailed the show twice. (laughs) And it's two of my favorite emails. Because the first one, the first time he emailed, it was because he's dating a chick 
whose genitals are so beautiful that he oh, he's, yeah. he's worried that the, what what happens when they eventually break up because he'll never he'll never find Brian feels that way about me. He'll never Doyle. find equally as yeah. beautiful parts. Brian can relate. And now he wants to know about the Korean spa. Okay. Doyle. I mean he's got two choices. <laughs> There's no choice here. This the Korean there spa. Is. The Korean spa is most. He has two choices. Is most definitely not a go with your boys activity <laughs> for sure. I don't know who. Brian, tell yeah. I don't know. Ed and Doyle about your experiences with. So sometimes Brian and I on like a Sunday we'll go and get a yes massage yeah at the Korean spa. That's right. And you have to go into what? separate. Yeah, like just like a regular massage. Yeah, yeah, from a chick. And there's like a it's men's a lady, locker room and a, it's a, a ladies' locker room. Separate rooms? Yeah. yeah oh yeah, it's like yeah, a private it's not room. A couples thing. No, but there's a men's locker room and a and a ladies' locker room. Yes, and but in the but there is a there's also a like dudes like area that's separate from where you, like the men and the women go to the, like the same area to get massaged. But if you're going to use the facilities at a Korean spa, that's just all dudes or all women, depending on which side you're on. That's what I meant by locker room. And that's there. You're required to not have clothes on. Like they give you a towel. You get a towel. It's a lot of time with the boys. It's a lot of time being nude with other dudes. I feel like you could wear like board shorts if you or like a bathing suit. You can't. That is forbidden. It's not allowed. It's not? No. And so I don't know <laughs> I mean, what which one of your buddies suggested this as a group activity, Doyle, but it is most certainly <laughs> not that. Somebody wants to see little Doyle. Yeah, somebody wants to check out your junk. So my suggestion to you would be decline the invitation to the group <laughs> bro trip to the Korean spa. It's more of a, like I got invited also to have a talk with your buddy. Cause he's trying to tell yes, you. Something. He wants to. Yes. He yeah. Does. Yes. Right. Like tell him it's okay, but it's not going to be your thing. Like for like recently Kate was invited to like a last, a, yeah, a couple weeks women's ago. trip to the Korean spa, which I urged her to attend <laughs> yeah. because I'm like, Whoa, that's probably a pretty good time. And she's like, uh, no, I don't, you know, I don't really need a massage. I'm like, yeah, but you can go. Like, everyone's got to get them Learn. out. Like, there's so much to look at. Like, you could really peep what is happening. And she just wasn't wasn't as excited about it as I would have been. I really wish we could have done, like, a Dudley Moore, Kirk Cameron. What's that movie? <laughs> Were they Switch Brains? Uh... <laughs> Vice versa. There's one with Fred. Vice versa. There's one with Fred Savage and Judge yeah, Ryan. Yeah, about a fifth, fifth, fifth grade. One was like vice versa. Your one brain of them. invading my body. At almost the, this is this is how much cocaine they, they they were doing in the 80s. At almost the exact same time, they came out with a Fred Savage and Judd Ryan, Judge Reinhold switch brains movie, and they were father. I feel and son. like it was like a month. After the Dudley Moore Kirk Cameron. And then right at the same time, there was a Dudley Moore Kirk Cameron movie that was exactly the same premise at exactly the same time. They still do that. But your argument of it being in the 80s 
Yeah. Keep in mind, in the mid '90s, there were two movies in like a two-month span about Steve Prefontaine, a middle-distance runner from yeah, Oregon. That's true. Jared Leto started one. Also, there were two. There were two. And blow uh, up the Billy Astro- Crudup. Yeah, Billy Crudup. Also, there were two blow blow up the asteroid movies at the same time. Yeah, right. let's get back yeah, to Doyle. Deep Impact and Armageddon. Right. We've- and there was. Ed TV and yes. uh, Boy, are we, Truman Show. There were there was a lot we're really, of cocaine. We're really on a tangent. Truman Show is a fantastic movie, by the way. <laughs> Great, Doyle. Uh, I think you just gotta like yeah, decline, Doyle. respectfully I, decline. Doyle, I think you knew the answer before but, you right. yeah, sent it. Doyle, email. your buddy wants to see your dog. He does. That's what that's what this is. And I can only imagine. And I'm not trying to be. I've been accused of being placist on this show before, and I don't. I don't know where that comes from. But I can't imagine that there's much of a thriving Korean community in the greater Louisville or Lexington yeah. area. Those are the only two might towns be. in Kentucky I can name. So I can't imagine the Korean spa facilities being like really up to snuff. I would wait until I was in a bigger location if I were you. <laughs> it's not authentically Korean. Exactly. That's exactly what I mean. So I don't know. But if you do go for 100, I would like to interview you about your experience on the show. Yes. That is a, that is, if that happens, you can come on the show and we will discuss it 100%. Yeah. Uh, okay. Kentucky Jack Shack. Oh, absolutely. No, I don't think, no, there's no jacking going on, Ed. There's no. Oh, absolutely. Do you think there's such thing as a Korean spa in Kentucky that's not a Jack well, Shack? You could, of you course. Might, yeah, you might have a point there. You could have a point. Okay, okay, Kate. What is going on in the world of? I love Doyle. What is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in fancy pop? That's what I need to know. All right. Well, for starters, um, there's been a phone hacking incident. Oh, Lindsay really? Vaughn was the oh, victim yeah, of yeah. a phone hack. Yes. They found some personal pics of Lindsay. Yes. They also found which Brian very like. It was a bit of a microaggression well, like, to send me a link of this I like picture because I, like I was not show. ready. I like to prep you for the a show. A picture, a very private picture of ex-boyfriend Tiger Woods in the buff. Yeah. And he can go to the Korean spa and not have to worry. Oh, no, he does not. He is not. <laughs> I did not, not know. So Take those Thai jeans no, down. So did you guys know? I, have you seen it? I heard when his whole when his whole deal went down Dude. when he was when he was outed as a sex addict mm. that you know a couple of the broads that were selling see a couple why of the, a sex addict right a couple of the Jamies that were selling their stories were had announced that he was quite well endowed and so when I woke up this morning I get up this morning it's about five thirty I'm taking my morning piss and I'm checking my phone and I see that I have a message from Reed in Houston. And so I'm like, what? It's golf like, related. What golf related topic is going on right here? And it just says, I assume you've seen the Tiger Woods pictures. And I'm like, no, I haven't, but I want to. So then he sends me the email and, but it, like, it felt a little creepy. I didn't know that I was going to see very, very graphic pictures of yeah. Lindsey Vaughn. To which I say, what up, Lindsay? Yeah, you sent them right. to me, which was early enough for me. I was sitting in the dentist chair yeah. <laughs> and I looked. At- yes. No. 
But and it said, "Oh, look at Tiger." Yeah. And I clicked on the yeah. link, and it was like thirty pictures it's... of Lindsey Vaughn. And there are so many naked it's... pictures of women on the internet. I don't want to see somebody against their it's will. Lots, I'll look yeah. at I'll look at a dude's dong. Anytime. Good for you. Not, There's no, a lot of people yes, that do true. not feel it's, the I same felt way. Bad about Lindsay you know Bond, what? And but my goodness, there, we know feel, what Tiger yeah. inherited. There from were her. lots. There were lots of pictures of her very well groomed area. You shouldn't. Very well. Be looking at I them. didn't. I well feel bad about displayed. Yes, that's that's cheating. But. Let's get back to the <laughs> let's get to the large topic at hand. Tiger he hardly needed a driver. Tiger Woods is swinging a long driver. <laughs> That's a quite a club there. And I didn't look that closely, but it appeared that he was uncircumcised. Uncut. It yes, does, you notice that too. It does look that way. Yes, to it's me. Pretty. I passed out, so I didn't, yes. I didn't get to look. Well, I'm I'm surprised he didn't pass out because he was erect, and it would take a lot of blood to fill that up. No, it's like semi. It's mostly. It, no. I mean, it's going, it's, Wait, for that it's going to be straight semi forward. No, it's going staggering. like that. Oh, I see you've studied it. Kate, <laughs> you are the dong expert. Well, I guess that daily's a dong expert, but <laughs> you are the... Don't want to take that resident title. <laughs> female ranker on the show. We've ranked before on the show Orlando Bloom. The Bloom. Very high number on him. Mm. He might have the best dong we've ever seen. Justin Bieber, a very adequate ranking for him as well. Where do you put Tiger Woods? Give rank it in terms of size, aesthetic beauty. And intimidatingness go. Oh, it's right up there. It would definitely be like a eight point nine. Eight point nine. Yeah. Cumulative. Yeah. Not, I mean, this is okay. Not so big it's as to be gross great looking. Lighting and it's not yeah, great it's, quality, so um, it could look gross from another angle. Right. Let's take it down to an eight point five. Eight point five. Better or worse than Orlando Bloom. No, difficult. On par. On par with Orlando Bloom's Bodor. Yeah. The only difference is the shading. Yes. It's a bit darker. skin tone. Yes. Um, Yes. Very nice. Well. Well done, Tiger. Tiger Woods. Can't wait to see you back on the course. But until then. Golf clap. Yeah. I'd murder a hobo to have an 8.5 like that. It is. It is quite a piece. I wish it was attached to me. I'll be honest. Okay. Kate McManus. What else is going on? I mean, I don't feel like we have, I feel like we get in the show right now. Yeah. Robin Thicke, speaking of dogs. Yeah, is, he put, is he well put together? I don't I've know. I've never seen his package. He has a 22-year-old girlfriend. Of course he does. I believe he's about my he's age. He's quite attractive. In his early 40s. Yeah, they're, they're about a 20-year age difference. Is that all? Who he has knocked up with oh, his dog. That's smart. Now he's going to have to give him some of that Allen money. I didn't realize the money it's been he stole from Marvin Gaye. Three years since he split up with his wife, Paula Patton. I noticed that the new girlfriend is like a younger, equally handsome version. This I guy has a type. She's not. Hey, like handsome. She doesn't look black, but she's she looks. She's something. She's um, got a little exotic. Dark she's complexion. Very um, so, and the baby's going to be is due on Alan Thick, R.I.P. on his birthday. Oh wow! Well, congratulations, Robin. 
while he uh, goes through this very highly publicized custody battle over his first kid, his first kid, right? So Alan kid doing Alan it the Hollywood way. Kid. Um, okay. And speaking of um, kids, what age? What age do you think they break the news to the granddaughter uh, or son? Uh, that grandpa was a legendary guy. I mean, I don't think, I think you just discover like, that. when does that come up? I don't think they sit, like, they sit you down and, and, and go, like on your 11th birthday and go, look, Timmy, <laughs> I think it's time. Jimmy, I got I, I you need to know. I think it's time we told you, grandpa loved to fuck. If he was here right now, <laughs> he would regale you. He'd let it, he'd let you smell he'd his be, fingers. He'd, he'd, so he'd be deep in your neck. You know what? We have the internet. Kids will get to a certain age and they will Google their parents, Just, especially if their parents are famous. They're gonna that kid's gonna Google his own dad and find out you, that his dad likes to party. Yeah, yeah your dad was <laughs> thirty nine and he was having sex with a 17 year old Christy Swanson, but you got to understand it was a different time. Right. And it was Hollywood. <laughs> yes, he dre- dressed like the Hamburglar while he grinded Miley Cyrus. <laughs> uh, okay, Kate, okay, what else? Uh, this Brian Austin Green, aka David bag, Silver. Bag. Bag. So he and Megan Fox were going to divorce and then they reconciled. That's right. They have. Three, wait, four children. Do they have three or four? Wow. Yeah. I don't know. They have three, and then he has another kid right. who's like te- a teen from the first marriage. Yeah. Their children are called Noah, normal name. Right. Bodie, less normal name. Point break. And, and, B-O-D-H-I. And the baby, Journey. Short, short for Bodie's off. Well, they're getting more bogan as they go. Like, they are. And so the, he's talking what was about the last one? Journey. Journey. Ed. So he's there talking about adding one more. They want to try for a girl. Oh, well, that's if you have all boys, you're not having a girl unless they spin your spunk. Yeah, there's got to be a way to do it. There is a way. They spin spin the boys and girls apart. Yeah, I think that they can figure that out. Yeah. So um, moving on. It's kind of shocking. Hold on. That bag, David Silver, the sort of the nerd of the show. He turned out to be the good-looking one. He's the hunk. Oh, yeah. In retrospect, he... Yeah. he, he oh, by he, far. Yeah, like this Brandon's a nerd. Well, I always thought he was good-looking. You didn't? I mean, in those Zeke Averichis back in the day. Well, it was and a that, bad style. He had like three hoop earrings and, and gel hair, hair. like that blown-up uh-huh. hair. And it was all gelled. Yeah. He was still had a good-looking face. I mean, him and Ian... IZ. Yeah, it was a, it was a tough. It was. A I tough did not yeah. think Ian was good looking. Sanders was always all. my guy because he was. 37. I love Sanders, but the best the best chick they gave him was at the end, oh, and he Valerie? was like a married dude. Oh, he got married on the show. Maybe, but Lindsay Price, like the like, I mean, before that it was Hillary Swank. Oh, like he yeah. got ugly girls. Yeah. yeah. Who got um. Who got Claire Kathleen Richardson? Robert oh, Robertson. I guess I In guess he and Silver no, both got her. So that was his best no, friend. Kathleen Richardson like was Kathleen Robertson. Cor- who does? Oh my god, what a babe. Okay, Kate, continue. I like this story. Yeah. So David Blaine. Oh, this is I like the story the too. The magician. Oh, I like the story too. He crashed a celestial rooftop bash. Yeah, for the, for the solar eclipse on Monday, <laughs> that was being held by some 
festival planning company. He just showed up. He was on his roof deck and decided to come on over uninvited. Yes. And do some card tricks for the party. He's like, hey, I know you guys are all here to watch (laughs) the eclipse, but how about a little street magic? (laughs) Joe Blues. I met David Blaine during his heroin phase, whoa, whoa, whoa. and he was very oh. not very talkative. <laughs> That's names being dropped, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. The names are dropped. I'm just gonna say, is it very odd and very did? I mean, did do some tricks. Is it is it um, common knowledge that he had a heroin? I don't know. Was around phase? people I knew. And I know he's with Fiona Apple in her He was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, crazy. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, yeah, I like that there's like everyone's looking up and he shows up and he's like, no, fuck that eclipse. I'm over here doing street magic. Right. He shrank a deck of cards. <laughs> he's like, he made all the suits disappear except watch me for the hearts. This, uh, saw this woman in half. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Magicians are so fucking Ma- weird. Magicians are the ultimate weirdos. So weird. Uh, but they've got a good track record. Oh, man! I don't pussy? know what Doug Henning was up oh, yeah. to, but no, they. Cl- but you had you had uh, what's his name with Schiffer in her prime? Yes, Copperfield. Copperfield. Yes. Well, there, there are a lot had of a few hotties. I well. think Penn, Angel Teller. Was it Penn oh, or Penn, Teller? Penn, that- <laughs> Penn got Robin Quivers. Okay. I don't know who showed up on real that. time on Friday. Penn. Teller doesn't talk. Oh. <laughs> Penn's lost a lot of weight. Teller's, yeah. Teller's got some other um, things he's got. Who's, who was I just thinking of a second ago that's a magician? Chris Angel oh. with two th- two or three S's. Angel, Angel banged uh, who is he with again? Cameron Diaz yeah. and Britney right. Spears. Yeah. He's, got, he's got quite a resume. And look at him. He paints his nails. Yeah. He I wears mean, embroidered jeans. Well, that's the big strike. Of course. Uh, okay, Kate, what else? Um, Props to David Blaine. Street magic. Yeah. Well, do you think? It, do you think David? Hold this date. I'm gonna stay in an ice block <laughs> yeah. for a month. Do you think and a David half. Blaine showed up and just crawled? Just crawled into a lucite box on their on, in their garden and it was like, "I'm just gonna be here." Watch this. <laughs> Apparently, like, Blaine, it's time to go, um, dude. At, um, See you in fall. Last summer at Google's, um, you know that retreat they have. It's called the camp. No, for all no, their employees. No, I don't know that. But they had David he, Blaine. They had him there and he regurgitated a live frog. Oh, of course he did. Because that's street <laughs> magic. Stop saying that. Okay. <laughs> Poof. Look at me. Uh, okay. I'm just going to wrap it Is up. Is that it? Oh, okay, that's I'm running good. out of steam. And yes. my other stories are boring. But I just want to say that um, we lost Jerry Lewis. Oh, Was he on anyone's death pool, by the way? No, he's so fucking old. He was 91. And this fucking guy. He was 91. With his opinions on female yeah. comics. He, he was old himself. and cantankerous, but he sort of... He raised a lot of money that, for uh, a lot of That causes, Scorsese so. movie was awesome where he got kidnapped. What, King of Comedy? Yes. Yeah. Great movie. Great. He, he raised a ton of money for like muscular dystrophy and st- other, he, he some other He also causes. was like a technical pioneer in filmmaking a lot Mm. of people don't realize you know how you you know how you shoot a scene and then they watch it back on the little monitor some playback yeah you didn't used to be able to do that until jerry lewis was like what the fuck are we doing here i'm not waiting until the end of the day to watch the shit i need a setup where i can watch the scene just after after my take yeah he he invented that 
But I would also like to congratulate him for living 12 years longer than I thought he did. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Congrats. <laughs> he had like a stroke. He, remember he, he got his real heart, puffy? His heart stopped. Yeah. He did get puffy. It, he was probably on a bunch of um, medication that does for that. for a long ass time. The guy was old as fuck. To you. Now do we get yeah. to watch that one Holocaust movie that he wouldn't release? Yeah, the clown, Nazi clown. Yeah, where he's... Although that Roberto Benini did the fucking same thing, and I think he won an Academy Award for it. Right. Where he's like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Where he's like, hey, we're in a concentration camp. Yeah. Look at me. I'm doing street magic. Street magic. <laughs> it all comes back to street yeah. magic. We're just having fun. I'm just trying to make this concentration camp fun. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Excellent job, Kate McManus. Ed Daly. Great work as always. For Ed Daly. For Kate McManus. Wrapping it up. I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 183 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Bye, you guys. We will see you next week. Peace out.